Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. I'm from the marvelous place Basanta. Then my testimony is about how God miraculously healed me from a breast mass called fibroadenoma. So it all started when I one day decided to check myself by checking my breast, and then I felt a strange lump in my breast, and then I quickly went to check the following day by taking a breast scan and it was confirmed. I just actually I called a colleague because I'm a medical sonographer. So I just spoke to a colleague to take me a scan and we confirmed it. And since then I've been believing and trusting God for a healing. Because I knew that the only way out was a surgery. So I always pray and trust God. Anytime there's a service, I just believe that I'll definitely be healed. So somewhere last week, we had a breast surgeon specialist from the UK to my hospital to do free breast surgeries. So I went to him to just check for me. And then to the glory of God, there is no lamp, there is nothing. I'm so happy, I don't know what to do, but I just thank God for the family we find ourselves. Thank you so much, Bishop, for always lifting us, lifting our faith up so much that we know that God will always do and heal us. I, I want to use this platform to thank Bishop, to tell him he's a good father, and I love him so much. Church, let's continue to trust God. God will always heal us. All he needs from us is free. Thank you.
when the toils of this life is over in my father's house there are mansions bright and singing praises forevermore there's a place Prepared for me when the toils of the slide is over. When the saints are clothed in white around Gaston and singing praises for
happen to you today. Tell your friends, something good is going to happen to me today. And I'm not living here the same as I came today. What did you come with? That you want to live at the altar. You don't want to go back with it. Is that not so? Any problem, anything that causes you sorrow, that causes you pain, you want to leave it at the altar. Okay, okay. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You are living here with the blessing of the Lord. In Jesus' name, shout your loudest, amen. And take your seats on top of your enemies. Wow, good to see you in church. Tell your friends, say, it's good to see you in church. What a nice person to sit by. Oh, please, tell the person what a nice person. You two, when they are telling what a nice person is, smile a bit so that what a you nice look nice. Eh? Uh-huh. So it's beautiful to be in church. And uh, God bless you. You are not going to live the same as you came today. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So we want to continue with what we started last week. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Last week I started talking about something very, very important that Christians ought to have. We started talking about forgiveness. Is that not so? Let's first of all go to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, 24. Ephesians 4, 24. Following. Shall we all read it together? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. Following. Shall we all read it together? And, and that, that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for, for we, we are members of one body. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. Neither, neither give, give place to the, to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. But, but rather, rather let him labor, labor working with his hands the things thing which, which is good, that, that he, he may give to him that needed. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that is, may minister grace unto the hearers, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. 32. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Let's repeat that one again. Verse 32. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, had forgiven you. Even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Hallelujah. 
Amen. So we started talking about this fact that as newborn Christians, new man, a new man, a new woman, God wants you to put on a certain um, um, character. You have to develop a certain character. And one of those is to be able to forgive. To be able to forgive. As Christ forgave you, and last week we got to know that forgiveness is like a seed that you sow. Is that not so? It's like a seed that you sow. When you sow, you reap it. Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 verse 7 that blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. So if you want to have mercy, what do you do? If you want to have, if you want mercy, you have to what? Sow mercy. mercy. What is mercy? Blessed are the merciful. So what is mercy? Eh? Eh? Mercy, undeserved favor. Is that not so? You don't deserve, but it's given to you. You, you are not worthy of it, but it's given to you. Brothers, at the merciful, you show mercy. You can show compassion. Do you get it? You show, so when God says he's merciful, God is merciful. You know, God shows us compassion. God doesn't give us what we deserve. God is lenient towards us. Is that not so? Oh, all of you. <laughs> I don't want to say what I want to say. So forgiveness is very, very important. When Jesus was asked to teach us how to pray, remember, Jesus was asked to teach us how to pray. How many remember? Jesus was asked to teach us how to pray. The disciples went to him. Say, teach us to pray. Do you get it? And when Jesus was teaching them to pray in Mark eleven twenty-five, Mark eleven twenty-five, when Jesus was teaching us how to pray, he said that. And when you stand praying, when you stand praying, do what? Forgive. When you stand, no, this one is Jesus was advising. This, this one Jesus was advising, but. Jesus was teaching us how to pray. The Lord's Prayer. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Let's go to Matthew 6, 9, before we come here. And this manner, therefore, pray ye. This manner, therefore, do what? Pray, pray ye. ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And do what? Forgive us our debts. And forgive us our sins or debts. As we forgive those who sin against us. So realize that your for God forgiving you is dependent on when you forgive others. Do you get it? And how many of you want God to forgive you of your sins? Okay, how many of you think that you have sins? You have seen before. Where is precious? Ah, okay. How many of you think that you have seen before? And you are the chiefest. Okay. <laughs> and how many of you want God to forgive you of your sins? Okay. 
What are some of the sins you have committed? <laughs> lies. Only lies. And what again? Fornication. <laughs> Bible says that Jesus said, as we forgive, you get it. So if you want God to forgive you, you have to forgive the other person. Do you get it? Oh, yes. And the Bible is telling that now that we are born again, now that we are, we, are new, we are a new person, put on, when you put on that, you are able to do it. So the sign that you are a good Christian or you are actually born again and you have the Spirit of God in you is your ability to forgive. Do you get it? Your ability to forgive. It means that you are a new person. You are a new creature. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the songs we sang, it's not about we being new people. Is that not so? I mean, one of the songs we sang. So, we need to forgive. Now, Peter did something very important. But if you come to um, Mark chapter 11, let's read that again and then. When you stand praying, forgive. If you have an ought against your friend, that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your sins. You see here again, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you of your sins. And all of us want God to forgive us of our sins. Is that not so? Yes. You say, no, is that not so? Yes. Don't you want God to forgive you of your sins? Yes. So all of us want God to forgive us of our sins. Matthew 5.23 says, Matthew 5.23 says, Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you do you understand what this one is saying yes not that you have something against your brother but you remember that somebody has something against you do you get it whether the person is right or wrong he has something against you you haven't done anything. I mean, but when you are giving your gifts, do you get it? Like today, when it's offering time, do you get it? And you are bringing the offering, you remember. In this church, you can put it in and remember. But, <laughs> and you remember. Take it back. And go and reconcile. What if your brother is outside church and go don't come again? But go and reconcile. Do you get it? And come back. Wow. So when Jesus was saying this, you know, Peter was walking with Jesus and Peter was surprised. So Peter asked Jesus in Matthew chapter 18. Peter asked Jesus in Matthew chapter 18. We are recapping and we continue. Asked Jesus in Matthew chapter 18. Ah, then came Peter to him. Then came, then came Peter to him. Matthew 18, 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? I don't know why he say brother, why did he say sister? <laughs> Brothers, if Israel don't have such problems. So they, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? So seven times? So Peter himself thought, oh, Seven times will be, I mean, 
the, the, the maximum. I mean, one, you have done something against it. I don't like that. Two, stop what you are doing. Three, I don't like like that. Four, stop what are you doing. I mean, you, all these things. There are seven, you are still doing it. So Peter told that by seven, it should be enough. Do you get it that I have to revenge or I have to do something against you? But Jesus said, Jesus said unto you, I say not unto thee until seven times. But until how many times? Until how many times? 70 times seven. What is 70 times seven? <laughs> 400 and half. 490 times in a day. Wow. Can you imagine? 490 times. I mean, by the hundredth time, you would have forgotten what he or she has done. Do you get it? So in other words, Jesus wants us to walk in forgiveness all the time. Oh, yes. Do you get it? He wants us to walk in forgiveness all the time. So that we, he would also forgive us. Because we need forgiveness. Every day. And you know why I know we need forgiveness? Okay. Now let's go to Matthew 18. This is what is very important here. Matthew 18. Verse 23 following. Matthew 18, 23 following. It says, therefore, is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which take account of his servants. So this king was going to take account of his servants. Verse, the next verse. We take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. 10,000 talents. Next verse. And then, for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. So the man couldn't pay his debt. The only way to pay was to sell him. <laughs> sell him, his wife, and his children. It's become a human commodity. <laughs> sell him, his wife, and his children. And I don't know who will buy somebody, his wife, and his children. Maybe they become slaves. He may, he may sack the man and keep the wife and send the children to school, depending on how the wife looks like anyway. So, <laughs> his wife and children, that he, he will, he will, the payment will be made. Next verse. And the Bible says that the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me. And I will pay thee all. Have patience with me. I will pay thee all. Next verse. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. 
moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him his debts. Forgave him all the money um, he owed. How many of you want the person who owed to forgive you all your money today? May you be forgiven of your debts. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Forgive you all. Some of you owe Momo, Momo money. <laughs> all the money. He forgave him. He forgave him. Now, do you know how much the man was owing him? The Bible said what? He owed him how much? He owed him how much? 10,000 talents. Ten, he owed him 10,000 talents. talents. He owed him 10,000 talents. Now, that 10,000 talents could be either gold or silver talents. One gold talent is what approximately 1,000 one gold talent is worth approximately one million nine hundred and eight thousand five hundred and eighty-seven U.S. dollars. Wow! Wow! That is one talent. One gold talent. <laughs> one gold talent is what approximately one million nine hundred and eight thousand. 587 US dollars. Convert to Ghana cities and let me see. Oh, pay, 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 pay. <laughs> Who can convert to Ghana cities? One talent in Ghana cities. Those of you who have been. Your calculator will not be able to. <laughs> no, you should be able to take it. 1,908,000. Five hundred and eighty. Those of you who are there, you are saying that the new GHS is not good. If it was science and math, they would have said it right now. You are here. You can't even calculate. You are still not able to say it. What is it? Even the calculator, you can't say it. One million nine hundred and eight thousand five hundred and eighty-seven U.S. dollars. So conversion rate to be what now is what twelve. 12 cities, okay. So times 12. 22 million 943,044 Ghana cities. One talent, so times 10. Hmm? Times 10,000. That is what he owed. Times 10,000. Pastor Robert, how much is that? Then 10,000 means that he owed hmm, he owed 19 billion 19 billion 85 million 873 thousand dollars so when you convert to CDs, your calculator will bring error. Yes. Do you understand? Eh? His, his, what is this? What, where did you get? Google. Google means that it will mean 200,000 years of labor. 
per his salary that he was getting. Wow. He's going to work for 200,000 200, years of labor. You know, so that when you read the Bible, you have to take your time and understand it. 200,000 years of going to work. About three or four generations. And when you go to a recently, a student was going to work. Started going to work. And when he went to, he told the parents that, I wish I would never finish school. And they asked him why. He said, hey, work is difficult. <laughs> work is hard. I wish I would never finish school. Because he goes to work and he can realize that he's tired. <laughs> tired. He, does, he doesn't even want to eat. He wants to sleep. He said, I wish I would never finish school. And <laughs> good to be young. Eh? And 200,000 years of this. Can you imagine? And then what happened? God said, I've forgiven you. Wow. Beautiful. God said, I have forgiven you. 200. And then this same man who was forgiven, when he was forgiven, said, thank you, thank you, Lord. Oh, God, thank you, thank you. Then when he was going... Then the Lord said, verse 28, when he was going, they said, but the same servant, the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him how much? Hundred pence. <laughs> one of his servants owed him one hundred pence. And he laid hands on him. He gave him harbor hook. Yeah, it was a showdown. (laughs) (laughs) He gave him a showdown. He laid out on him and took him by the throat like this. Can you imagine? Took him by the throat like this and said, Pay me that thou owes. Give me all my money. Hey. He said, give me all my money. Hundred pence. He just about some Ghana CDs, maybe some 20 CDs or something. He said, give me all your money, my money. Pay me everything you owe. We are talking about forgiveness here. Everything you owe. Next verse. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. It's not the same thing he said. Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. But what happened? And he will not. He will not but went and cast him into prison. No mercy. Went and did what? Cast him into prison. Till he should pay all his debts. And then, so, so when his fellow servants saw what he has done, 
when the friends saw what he has done, because they were all there when he was forgiven. But somebody owes you one dollar or what? Hundred pence. One dollar twenty-four pence. One dollar twenty-four pence is how much in Ghana cities? Thirteen cities. Thirteen cities. Oh, you see, you say ah, thirteen cities. So when his fellow servants saw what he has done, they were so sorry, and came and told their lord all that this man had done. That this man that was a wee smoker, this man that was a fornicator. This man that was a murderer, this man that owed you all this money, he went out and someone owed him 12 Ghana cities or 13 Ghana cities and he has put a person to prison. So the Bible says, then his Lord, after he had called him, said unto him, you are a very wicked person. Hey, you are a very, very wicked person. I forgive you all your debts because you begged me. You begged me. You came and said, Lord, I am a sinner. Forgive me. Forgive me all my sins. Forgive me for all my sins. Lord, forgive me of all my sins. And when you were saying God should forgive you of all your sins, you yourself, you knew the sins. You knew the number of abortions. No more fornication, no more of adultery, no more of lying, mm. no more of stealing, no more of so many things. Mm. So many things that even you alone knows. You are the only one who knows. Hey. He forgave you all. Then I forgave you all. Shouldn't you also? Have had compassion on your fellow servant, even as I had pity, pity on you. Shouldn't you have done that? Shouldn't you have done? You see, we are going to see how forgiveness is made easy. How forgiveness is made easy. Do you get it? Shouldn't you have done that also? And then, and his Lord was very angry and delivered him to the tormentors. Till he should pay all that it was due him. So this is what happens if you don't forgive. Do you get it? Yes. If you don't forgive, all the sins you came to stand here, wherever you stood, and say, God should forgive you, God brings it back on you. Mercy, Lord. Yes. So some of you last week, the adultery you committed 10 years ago, that God forgave you. Somebody did something, you go angry and say you won't forgive the person. That adultery was revived. It's been activated. <laughs> it was activated. And the tormentors came after you. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is very, very, it must be so easy to forgive. And it is very dangerous as a Christian. If you don't forgive one another, if you don't forgive one another, never ever say that what he has done is so bad. As for this one, I can never forgive him. It's unpardonable. I can never, I can forgive everything, but not this one. 
What about your one that God has forgiven you? Because Jesus said that, forgive. And there are so many Christians who are working in unforgiveness. So many Christians who are forgive, working in unforgiveness. The Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. That means that when you are angry with your husband, angry with your pastor, angry with your bastante leader, angry with your wife, angry with your friend, don't sleep without testing the person. That, huh? You will talk tomorrow. If you, you see, if you don't have anything, you just say, We will talk tomorrow. That just is the tension. Are you get what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Forgive. Forgive. We will talk tomorrow. Tell the person that, you see, I don't know what has happened, come between us, but I feel there's tension. Maybe I've done something that you don't like. Or you didn't like. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. But if I've done anything. That has offended you. Just forgive me. Do you get it? Forgive me. Wives will never tell their husbands. Husbands will never tell their wives. And they're at home. They are not talking. Tensions. They sleep facing the wall. They sleep facing the wall. They are not at ease. They are not at ease. They can't commit love. You see, commit, committal. You give something, you are committing yourself. Yeah. It's not fair weather commitment, marital commitment. They can't commit love. Yeah. The love that they are committing, the man's face is to the west. The woman's face is to the east. Hey. <laughs> the man's face away, the woman's face is to the east. The light is off. The place is dark. Nobody can see anybody's face. Because there's unforgiveness. They can't commit love. Do you get it? They they, they are just having sex. Transactional things. Because something is in your heart. You can't forgive. And the person, the, the one person feels that if I go and say, Monko, let, let, let it pass. Forget about it. Let bygone be bygone. He will think that, she will think that I am the one at fault. So he has won. Do you get it? It's like he has won. So, so I, won't, I, don't, I want you to know that you are wrong. And therefore, I will never come and say, let it pass. No, I will never tell you. Because every day I say, sorry. Every day I say, sorry. And so you keep thinking that it's my fault. 
Do you get it? But how many times should you say I'm sorry? How many? 70 times 7. And that's what? Have you said it 490 times in that day? Or even in that month? No. You haven't said it. What a word. You haven't said it. And he said, every day I'm the one who says I'm sorry. Every day I'm the one who says I'm sorry. Today I don't want him to know that he is wrong. He too should learn to say sorry. And just that sorry has traveled and traveled and traveled. Now they've given you divorce papers. Just sorry. And you're a Christian. Yeah. Only sorry. Only sorry. And some of you can put things in your hand and your face can become like a, some goat that a car has not given on the motorway. I mean, how? What offense huh? has they offended you? Some of you, can you imagine you can be in church and you know one day somebody said that I am very angry with God. Hey. He there. He has passed human beings. <laughs> now his offenses with God. Advanced anger. Hey. <laughs> now his offenses with God. I'm very angry with God. I say, wow, yours is wild. You have a PhD in unforgiveness. I mean, what is it? If you are a Christian, one of the things that should be easy for you to do is to forgive. If you are a Christian. And how many of you Christians are how many Christians are here today? And how many Christians have offenses in your heart? I know you raise your hand. Don't worry. I don't want to, I don't want you to live here with sin. Yes. And I told you, see, one of the people that people can never forgive is spouses. Spouses. They have husbands and wives living at home. They are like Tom and Jerry. Just sorry. Just sorry. What, what, does it, what do you lose? What do you lose? What do you lose? And, and, and when you say sorry, I'm telling you that they feel they are right. Don't you have one at home? I also have one at home. You get it. When they say sorry, they feel they are right. And you also, they also have one at home. So they also feel you are right. So nobody wants to say sorry. How? And because of sorry for three days. No show. How? I mean, <laughs> whatever it is, if it's one month, it will be solved. So why go three days if you can solve it today? God, whatever it is, it will be solved. It will be solved. And especially in marriage, I always tell married people that in marriage, no one is wrong, no one is right. In marriage, no one is wrong. No one, no one wins. Everybody wins. Yes. It's a win-win situation. So don't wait. And especially if you are the man. When God came, he said, Adam, where are you? If you are the man, show your man, 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 man. Manness, eh? Manness, I don't want to manness. say manness. You come and say something. So your man, manness. 
Manliness. Manliness in the neighborhood. Not manhood. Manliness. Manliness. Manliness in the neighborhood. Eh, don't you talk that I'm the leader of the house? I'm the leader of that. If you are the leader of that, show it. Show it. Show it. Show in it. The, in the neighborhood. Show you are the head. So show it and say, I am sorry. But you are the leader. You show. Who, who taught us to forgive? You know Jesus. Yeah, so you are the leader of the house. It doesn't matter. They always think you are wrong, but you are the leader of the house. They always think you are wrong. You have one at home. Okay. The leader of the house. You get it. So if I a man, show it. I get what I'm saying. Oh yes. 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 How can you be a Christian in church and you have ought against one another? And you want God to forgive you? No. Please, you have to search your heart and see if there's anybody. You know, let me show you. What's the time? Show us. It's our church. More time. Don't worry, it's here. It's all here. Forgiveness made easy. You bought it last week. Let me show you signs that you know. Some they say are forgiven. You know, are forgiven. How many of you this are forgiven you? And yet, when you started talking, the person reminded you. <laughs> I mean, God says that as far as the east is from the west, I have separated your your sins from you. He remembers no more. But you, they are the person you are forgiven. Every time there's a problem, then you bring it. He said, I forgive, but I've not forgotten. I have forgiven, but I've not forgotten. That's what the church is out to say today. There can be people in the same fellowship, but they don't talk. Because forgiveness. Some people have stopped coming to church. Because in their choir, somebody did something. They put it in their heart up to today. They yes. haven't released the person. They oh, can't yes. sing in the choir again. Very true. They can't join any fellowship again. Because they, meanwhile, anytime you go to God, say, God should forgive you of your sins. Oh, all the ones you did, including the other one, it is there. God has brought it to you. So you have to forgive. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Signs that you have not forgiven and you think you are forgiven. You know, so you think you are forgiven. You know that I'm saying that the husband is ahead to now. You have made up your mind that you will say, because I've seen some smiles and things going around in the church. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that all of you should be matured. <laughs> now, you, now all of you are thinking, hey, I mean, do you know some of the people who come to me to complain about people in the church? And so when they are complaining, eh, I look at them and say that you, when you were young, the things that you did, it's wilder than what these people are doing. Oh, yes. Wilder. One day some ladies, I mean, okay, came to see me. And they say, 
They talked to her. So I asked them, can they go and give me pictures of their old selves? They, they, they never came back. <laughs> Some of the women, when they come, especially the aunties and the, eh, they, they, the girls, they, 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 they were worse than the girls. Before, before. They were worse. What you did is wilder. Wilder. Yours, yours, we can't even talk about it. And you are the one that will boom. How do you say that in English? Your nose smells you. Your nose smells you. These young, young girls who are trying to do their best for God, trying to save God, young brothers trying to save God, every day you have something to say about them. Every day they have done that, they have done this, they have done that, they have done this. Have you forgotten your 10 million billion dollars God has forgiven you? You are preaching. Abba, what sort of life is this? Blessed are the merciful. But they shall obtain mercy. Because somebody had mercy on you. That's why you have come up to today. Yes. What was I even going to say and this one came in? Signs. So, let's go back to Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from me with all what? Malice. malice. Now what is malice? You see, if you want to know that you are forgiving somebody, you don't have an oath against the person. What is malice? Malice, according to the dictionary, is a desire to harm others. Is a desire to harm others. So when brother A does something against you and you have a desire to harm or hurt him, it is malice. It is malice. If you are a wife and you have a secret desire to harm or punish your husband, then it is malice. I should conclude on this. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes wives punish their husbands by denying them sex. It is malice. Malice, yeah. You are harming them. It is murder. It is malice. It is malice. It's a good message. It is Holocaust. Yes. I hear the women are not clapping. A desire to harm others. Some women cannot. I'm just reading. I'm reading. Sorry. Read. Is that? Is it not good to read? I'm just reading. Some women cannot commit love with their husband because of something they did. I can't bring myself to take off my clothes and to do this with him. 
One day I was sitting with a wife. And the wife said that. So I was talking and I asked, So do you kiss? He said, Yeah. <laughs> said, Yeah. Then he said that, Me, me, go kiss, me, go kiss this man. So, wow. Yeah. You don't know how it happened. Unforgiveness. It piled up. Piled. You didn't forgive. Me, go kiss. If you're a husband and a wife, and for the last three times that you committed love, you didn't kiss for continuously for let's say five <laughs> what a word preach <laughs> there's malice in your heart <laughs> is the church finishing <laughs> there's malice in your heart Victor, what I'm preaching is it correct or? Yeah. 100%. So, this test, when you go home, you know that it is this thing. So, that is malice. That is malice. So, to show that there's no forgive, to show that you are forgiven, do you get it? <laughs> to that you are forgiven, have sex, commit sex, and kiss. That's why the children's service is there. This one is for adult service. Nobody told to bring your child here. Yes. Next time, take them to the children's service. Yes. Are you going to say, do what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Yes. Jake. I should preach. <laughs> No more malice. But the forgiveness, who do you think I was talking about? Forgive. So signs that you have not forgiven, it's malice. Something is in your heart. You can't bring yourself. You can't bring yourself to flow. No. If you don't put up the light, please, nothing will happen. No, I don't have visual aid. Another sign that you see, this I'm talking that you think you are forgiven, but you have not forgiven. You get it. These are the things. So when you think, so if you feel that you are forgiven, your spouse, your friend, friends are not into this. I mean, this particular example, friends are like come to church together, let's sit together, let us are friends. You guys say, we are beloved, we are forgiven ourselves. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) Anger. Anger. But they don't let the sun go down on your anger. Please, look, be like Jesus. Be like God. God has forgiven us of all. You see, what makes it easy for you to forgive is that you always have to Ask yourself, has God forgiven me? Yeah. Do you get it? Yes. Has God forgiven me? 
And you yourself, you know what you have done. Yes. You know what the damn God has forgiven you. You know. The anger you have in your heart, if God should also be angry with you. And when I was sick, nobody visited me in the hospital. You see, 20 people were sick, you never visited them. God will put it together and add it to yours. Forgive your um, Basanta leader didn't visit you. It is wrong. You are angry. Good. That is right. But don't let the sun go down on it. Amen. Don't let the sun go down on it. Yes. Yes. Don't let it. And my shepherd doesn't give me much care. Has to give to other people. It's true. Forgive. Don't let the sun go down on it. That is true, isn't it? Very true. Okay. Don't let the sound go down. One day you to become a shepherd. And you will see that as you have shown mercy, you shall obtain mercy. People that you, do, you, are, you forgot to visit them, they will still come to church. And they will be happy with you. How many of you should have been angry with me, but you are not angry with me? <laughs> hey! People are not people. <laughs> Forgive. Amen. Because God will forgive you too. <laughs> Anger. If you think you have not forgiven, if the Sunday you have not forgiven, the dictionary defines anger as a strong feeling of hostility and displeasure. Strong feeling of hostility and displeasure. That is anger. It's like you have a strong feeling about the person. Anytime the person says something, you are bored. It triggers the anger. You come and let them come and sit before you that they are coming for their marital issues. By the time they, they finish, you wish they had not come. Because the situation has become worse. So, if you are forgiven, you not be angry. Yes. Do you get it? Yes. When you are talking, hey, you do last time. You brought this. You brought this. No, Asha says sit here, and you didn't sit. And Asha moved you here because of that. You are so angry. Even as I'm preaching now, you are angry with the Asha still. As I'm preaching, angry with the Asha still. Oh, then glamour. Where is it? Clamor. Say clamor. Clamor. Where is it? Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and... What is clamor? Clamor, no? There was a show called clamor. Really. <laughs> that G. Yeah. Glamour. Yes. Clamor. What is clamor? What is clamor? The dictionary defines clamor. As loud, abusive language, loud demands and protests. Hey, last Thursday, I was visiting my doctor and I was waiting and I was on my phone. Then suddenly I heard, Well, 
than the other. How do you say that in Ghana? Moko hinfe mokolo. Moko hinfe mokolo. So I was wondering what was happening. And everybody was like looking at the person. Not knowing that I think when she came, she saw some people going, dumping the thing and going. She didn't know that the thing was by appointment. You walked in, but the thing is by appointment. So somebody has been given an appointment to come at four. You walked in. Do you get it? No appointment. So the person, so, so what can we The guy was talking. Then the nurse came. The nurse came and said, Who found him? I was shocked. It's normal, normal. I was shocked. I said, what's happening? Hey, the woman was talking, talking. They all, they tried to calm her down. That is when, that is when, when I, when she went, when she went, and they were sitting down, then I went to tell the people that if you don't call me, I'll do that. <laughs> I, I went to tell them that, look, if you don't call me, I'll do like the lady did. Then they all started laughing. But they knew I was a bishop, so I can't do that. And I told the nurse that I've never, well, I've seen some. But, I mean, she was so, prof- the nurse was so professional. So professional. The, way- the woman was crying, and yet she managed to calm her down. Managed, because the place, it wasn't a, a place that you can shout. Oh, no, no, no. All the white people were looking at her like that. Everybody was looking at her. Why? <laughs> Do you get it? La protest. You know what? I can never understand why a husband and wife can have a problem in their home and the next door neighbor can hear them talk. I can never understand. I mean, husband and wife, you have a problem at home. And your next door neighbor or everybody can hear that you are fighting. Hey. I mean, one day we visited somebody. Hey. <laughs> Myself and my wife were in the other room. Then we could hear. I said, wow. It was all over the place. So the wife said, this is what I don't like. Everybody in the area knows about our problems. Everybody. Why? My father was an unbeliever for a long time before he became a believer. As an unbeliever, he was smoking. At least when I was growing up, he was smoking, he was drinking, and he has nine boys, one girl. Can you imagine? And yet, throughout my life, I never heard my father and my mother quarrel. I never in my life. Never. In fact, I've been trying to think that how did they do it? I mean, is it the same marriage we are married to? <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking the two of you. Know? <laughs> how did they do it? Do you get it? Then I also told myself that then this one I also learned. Yes. 
also learn. I don't know whether they've heard it, but I don't think so. These boys who have come, they say, you can't, you can't, you can't. But I don't think so. Why must you talk for your neighbor to hear your, your house? Even your children are there, you are quarreling. You want to show that your father is maltreating me. Your mother is a witch. Hey, please, I think my time is up. Hey. You want to think that my mother is a witch? You want them to show that my, my, my church is bad, my pastor is bad? Why? Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? So from today to go, tell your friend from today to go, you and your husband and your children, when you are quarreling, don't let your neighbor hear anything. Don't let your neighbor hear don't let anything. Your when, when you are quarreling and they say your children enter, just say something nice also. So, you know, one day, one day I was driving and I crossed somebody and a person was come to insult me and hey, oh yeah, that was it. Oh yeah, pastor. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, pastor. Because when you said, oh, and I, and I, hey, oh, yeah, pastor. When your children come, whatever you are saying, continue to so, laugh. And that one crowd will solve the problem. Hey. It will solve the battle. Realize that your, your wife will say, ah, so you can say that you didn't say that. Hey, so I don't like it like that. Stop what are you doing. Then the, the whole problem will be solved. Are you a Christian? That's it. I get what I'm saying. So, I don't like saying glamour. I think glamour, I like going to glamour. Glamour. Loud. You come to church, you are nicely dressed, but when we come home, we see you. Hey! Some of you are talking their veins in your neck. The veins become like your hand. Your area. That's why nobody comes to church because of you. Okay. Are you happy? Oh, yes. Hmm. One other sign is that when your friend is blessed and you are not happy. Hmm. Are, you happy? Are, you, are you blessed to come to church today? Yes. Room, room, roommates. Who don't talk, quarreling every day. Hey, they are laughing. <laughs> so, as the Lord wills, let's love one another. This is about love, is that also? Yeah. Because we are Christians. Let's put on the new nature that God has given to us. Let's put it on. And let's live like Christians. Even in the church. How many have been offended in the church before? Oh, please, let's be. Don't go out. You say you came here for blessing. Don't go the lie. How many of you offended in, the, in your church? Okay, in the church and in your church. Yes. Hey, who offended you? <laughs> You've been offended before by your shepherd, by your pastor, by your friend, 
by your Basanta leader, and all those things. From today, if you want God to forgive you, anytime you are praying and you, need, you know that God should forgive you, forgive the person. I get what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what the person has done. It doesn't matter what the person has done. Forgiveness is what? Forgiveness. Forgiveness is forgiveness. Hallelujah. Are we going to work, work in forgiveness? Then your prayers are going to be answered. God is going to answer your prayers. Before even you open your mouth, God had answered. Mercy will chase over you. Amen. Chase you and overtake you. Amen. Because you forgive. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So far as we are human beings in the church. Why is it that the church, people leave the church every now and then? Because of unforgiveness. Meanwhile, as you are going, you are going with your trillions of cities. What was done to us? Ten pence. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. So forgive one another and God will forgive you. So as you are forgiving, let's stand to our feet. Let's share the word of the, the Lord's prayer. Yes. Then we'll finish. We pray. You pray and ask God for whatever you want him to do in your life. What's the Lord's prayer? Our, our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as, as we, we forgive, forgive name those the person who trespass who, who, against us. As we forgive, name the person who has, who has an altar against or you have not forgiven. As we as and forgive me my sins as I forgive, name the person and then continue. Have you said it? Have you named the person? Have you named the person? So if you have to name 10, so you have it finished. Name the people. Then let's continue. And this does not temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And today pray your 100 answered prayer. Today they pray. Just begin to pray. You are receiving 100% answer as you are forgiven, as you are being merciful. God is answering your prayer. Some of you have to forgive your father, you have to forgive your mother, you have to forgive your siblings, you have to forgive your friend, you have to forgive your teacher, you have to forgive your pastor, you have to forgive your shepherd, your friend. Forgive your former boyfriend, your former girlfriend, your first wife, your third husband. Forgive, 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 forgive. Forgive and receive answered prayers in the name of the Lord Jesus. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Answers, answered prayer is coming to you right now. it come, oh God. As you are forgiven. Let it be, oh God. God is forgive Spousal forgiveness. Forgive, forgive, forgive. And receive the blessings yes, in the name of the Lord yes, Jesus. Lord. Yes, Lord. Continue yes, Lord. 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 Lord.
As we forgive, oh God, let it be, let it be, let it be in our life in the name of Jesus. inside your heart you are not sure you are born again you are not sure you go to heaven or hell when you die and only say pastor pray for me or you have been born again before but you want to rededicate your life to Christ and you want to say pastor pray for me if you are in any of these groups whilst our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed let's say this together let's mean it with our hearts and believe that what we are saying is going to come to pass and God is listening to our prayers and God will bless us. I say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. He came to die. He came to die for me. For me. And for my sins. And for my sins. Today. Today. I take this Jesus. I take this Jesus into my heart. Into my heart. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my personal Savior. And my personal Savior. Today. Today. I rededicate my life. I rededicate my life to Jesus. To Jesus. Today. Today. I reaffirm my faith. I reaffirm my faith in the Lord Jesus. In the Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you that today that today I am yours I am yours and you are mine and you are mine thank you thank you that all my sins that all my sins are forgiven are forgiven just as I am just as I am I am your child I'm your child and you are mine and you are mine in Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen God 
bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live as Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.